Hey guys, um, welcome back to You're So Rude. Uh, this is Sam and Cobb coming at you. Today we're going to talk about music. It's kind of like a general topic, but we're going to cover a lot of different things, I guess, because that's we always get off topic. Yeah. Um, should we start with like playlists and stuff? Yeah, but I've been I've been doing a lot of SoundCloud lately just because I listen to a lot of um mixes. And obsessed. I'm it's obsessed. Like, yeah. It's like what's it called? It's like the Daisy like dance circuit. It's Is a, that what you would call it? Yeah, it's a Daisy Dance Network. I'm like obsessed with the mixes that they make for all the competitions. I was actually just um watching both the live stream for um Udan which was the first competition of this semester at UIUC, and I was watching part of um, Sanedo in San Diego, the Ross competition. I think that's also the first competition of the semester. But Literally, I tried to FaceTime Cobb, and she was like, I've never declined a call so badly in my life. And I was like, okay. Yeah, no, okay, here's the thing. So we had guests over earlier, so I wasn't actually able to watch it. And the thing is, like, I don't want, there are some teams that I just, like, am not the biggest fan of, but the only team that I, like, knew that I wanted to watch at um, Udan was Detroit Kohinoor because they're so good, and my, the guests left, like, 20, like, maybe, like, 10 minutes, actually, before they got on stage, so, like, okay, like, I can finally watch it, no interruptions. Their introduction video plays, and the second that they're about to start, Sam FaceTimes me, and I'm like, are you That is a serious? luxury. That is a privilege. How dare you? No, but I have no idea. Like, I don't know. But I have never declined a call as fast as I declined Sam's call. And so, like, ten minutes later when they were done, I called her back, and I was like, how dare you call me I while the Troy Kohinoor was playing? You should. She literally put the Sam team above me. That's her, that's her like, priority of people. There was somebody else that texted me asking if I was free to FaceTime, and I was just like, no, bro, like, I'm watching the awards. I can't. I okay, can't. we get it. We get it. You're so popular. Moving on. <laughs> yeah, anyway, yeah, so I listened to a lot of the mixes for these um, dance teams, because they're really good. They're so good. Um, I have a playlist. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, I have a playlist with all of those, and it's actually kind of popular. Um, I listen to it, obviously. My sister and some of her friends listen to it. It's got, I think, 60 tracks on it right now, because they're not all mixes from the circuit. Some of them are like... What? What is it called? It's just called My Favorite Mixes. It's like my SoundCloud. Oh, it's on your SoundCloud. Yeah. Other than that, I have like a Bollywood workout playlist. This is the rest is on Spotify. I have like a Bollywood workout playlist, a Chai Party Vibes playlist that like was sparked from the first time that I guess three of us hung out, like me, Sam, and another girl. And because we were like, oh, we're brown, like we're gonna hang out and drink chai, and we called it a Chai Party, and then we made a playlist for all the songs that we were gonna listen to, and it's called Chai yeah. Party Vibes. And it has, like, good classics, Honestly, good new ones. Yeah, it's, like, the most diverse playlist. Like, it's, like, all types of Bollywood music and then, like, American music. And it's just all different genres 
of yeah. like whatever like adding. It so. goes from like Suraj 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 Muhammadum to like Saki Saki. It's like Wait, did, wait, did you add to it recently? Oh yeah, I'm always it's updating Saki my playlist. Saki is a new one. Yeah, I'm always updating my playlist. I, I honestly cannot get behind some of those new songs, but that's just like a whole different like thing. Okay, you know, you know that song, the hookup song from Student of the Year Two. I can't listen to anything with a name like that. And yeah. I'm not saying it has the word hookup in it. I'm saying because it's like when you put like like the English is just it's like two like electrons together like they just repel like i can't i can't force myself to listen to that because i'm like ew like that charge is just repelling me no 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 i have a funny story about that song so there's also a song called um is it the breakup song from edo homushville yeah, from Angel yeah. yeah, so sometimes I get those songs mixed up. So one of the lines from the hookup song is "Hook up the Garlena," right? So I always sing "They'll break up the Garlena." <laughs> it's so oh funny, God. and I'll sing that and be like, "Wait, I don't think those are the lines." And I just think it's really funny because that that's just like yeah. I don't think I've ever actually listened to the song all the way through. I'm gonna I'm gonna look this up on Spotify right now. With the hookup song. The hookup song. Yeah, I, um, I just have the, yeah, from the second one. I just know that Alia, is, she's an item, she's an item girl in that, um, song. I Alia Pud. Yeah, Alia Pud. Um, did you watch Student of the Year 2? No, I watched the first one. Yeah, I watched the first one. I could not watch the second one because I'm not a huge fan of Tiger Shroff. I love Tiger Wait, Shroff. is that his name? I- All he knows how to do is take off his shirt. I don't like him. Okay, I'm trying to look up the song, but my Spotify is pissed. Just like its owner. (laughs) 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 Um, we're doing a really bad job of staying on topic for this episode. Yeah. But um. Okay, you can continue while I try to find. Oh my god, my Spotify just disappeared. (laughs) You're so dumb. Oh no, I found it. Okay. Um. So, yeah, I have the Chai Party vibes. I actually also have a Sad Songs to Cry To playlist that I've been listening to a lot lately. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm just... I'm actually, just... when did you not, like, actively listen to it? Like, I feel like I always see on, like, a friend activity that that's what you're listening to, and I just know, like... <laughs> you just know that I'm going through it. <laughs> um, honestly, yeah. I am either listening to my favorite mixes on SoundCloud or I'm listening to my sad songs to cry to playlist. I only have those two moods. <laughs> so do you have any like current like favorite or like all time favorite artists that you'll listen to their songs to like on Spotify or wherever like over and over again? Sam Smith. Sam Smith. Yeah, yeah he makes up a lot of your sad songs to cry to playlist. I feel like. I think. Every one of his songs are on my sad songs to cry to playlist. Yeah. Especially everyone from his latest album. I honestly don't. What is it? Is it called? Oh, The Thrill of It All. Yeah, every song from The Thrill of It All. That one is all, like, really deep songs. Yeah. The songs say it first, like, genuinely, like, hurts my heart. Aww. It's so sad. Honestly, I can't. 
it's okay because you can't listen to like really really sad songs because it just makes me so like I can't even appreciate it like for like how good of a song it is like if it's really sad because I just don't want to listen to it because then it puts me in a bad mood that's why I can't watch like sad tv shows like the drama Hamsafer you know that one that was like really popular like the Pakistani drama with Fawaz Khan yeah I was just gonna ask if that's the one with him yeah I literally, me and my mom watched it together, right? We could not, like, we couldn't watch it all throughout. Like, we had to stop because they're, like, separated for six years or something. And it's, like, that was just, it was so sad. We literally had to stop watching episodes. And it took us so long to get through the whole thing because, like, it, like, hurts my heart to watch. So it's the same with music. Like, I can't listen to really sad things because then I have to listen to something happy after it. Bro, I can't relate. Listening to sad music and watching sad, like, movies and shows, it, like, justifies me being constantly sad. So, like, when I am feeling kind of bummed out, I listen to my sad songs to cry to playlists. That way I can be like, this is why I'm sad. Not oh some, like, God. not some stupid no. reason that doesn't make sense. I just, I just allow the stupid reasons to, like, be a thing. I have no shame. I kind of, I mean, I don't, but, like, it makes me feel better about myself. Yeah. Okay, so I... Spotify's being weird, but I, um, I don't listen to all, I listen to a lot of different things, so I don't specifically have, like, certain playlists, because I don't really like to make them, I have a lot of ones that I made in high school that I just added a lot to that were, like, jam, like, feel good, get it done, is a lot of, like, hardcore rap, it's, like, I listen to a lot, I say I listen to everything except for, like, heavy metal and screamo, because if it's a good song, then I'll listen to it. And people find it so hard to believe that I actually enjoy rap because yeah. they're like, it doesn't fit my personality, which I think is really funny. Yeah. But I can appreciate it if it's good. And so I do like it. I was saying this I, earlier. Um, you're just what? like, I was saying this earlier. You're just like pure. And uh-huh. I don't put pure and like rap together. So it's yeah. like, it's kind of funny to think that you listen to rap. It's just like if it's good, it's good. Um, I made recently an "I Miss the Old Kanye" playlist because he's problematic just, now. Yeah, very problematic. Even though there, I literally put like a couple of songs from Jesus Is King on there because I was like, they're actually good. Bro, but I miss the old, not problematic Kanye. Um, was he ever I, not problematic though? always problematic but it was just less so and then he wasn't very as vocal about it at all it's like yeah. everyone was just twitter to like you know but slavery is a choice so oh my god <laughs> anyways um i really like so i like have a lot of different quality playlists and stuff too um but they're not my own i have this one i listen to all the time i'm trying to find it it's called Shy and Chill, I think. Yeah, and it's it's by created by Cindy Ghana, whoever they are. But it's like just really like relaxing slash like chill Bollywood songs and I love it. It's so good. I'll have it on like if I'm doing work, if I'm like working out, I have to have classes along. But then it like gets me going and like I'm just scared for my life. And if I'm doing like homework and stuff, that is kind of Or like I'm just sitting around, I put this on because I'm passionate. Most of the time, I'm selfish. But what else? Okay, literally, artists that I will always 
Stop. I have no idea. I'm not good at English. Well, you kind you could marry a boy from Pen Masala. Yeah. If I'm being honest, the only thing I've heard by Pen Masala is their Bollywood, um... Medley? Yeah. Which one? The Baby Four Chord or the one that was really popular? The Evolution of Bollywood. Oh, yeah. The Evolution of Bollywood. Oh, oh my god. That's all you listen to. Yeah. Bro, okay. So your best album is my Pandemic Panoramic, which they released in 2011, which is, like, it's got all the ones, like, She Will Be Loved. Oh, oh my god. get around to it okay i'm i think i've got the hookup songs i'm gonna play it and try not to cringe oh my god we forgot to talk about dr street mix shisha zarish is my <laughs> i get first of all i get down to shisha no matter what like masari like i love that man but that song is is such a good mix dr street mix i listen it just sounds like i fall in love with every guy i have ever heard of that's, that's me I'm the one that falls yeah, in love with every guy. That's Cobb, not me. But I love Dr. Shremix. I I want to Shremix it up. Like, you DM'd him that for me, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, but he never read it, so I just unsent it. Yeah, but that man is a genius. Like, he's amazing. And he makes a lot of the mixes that you are talking about for, like, your dance, the dance team, right? Yeah, yeah. My favorite mix by him, hands down, honestly, my favorite mix, like, ever, hands down, is, um, OSU Genesis 2018, there's Scooby-Doo. Oh. <laughs> Let's listen to the hookup song. Okay. Oh, my freaking computer's on mute. That's why it wasn't working. Can I just explain that I am an idiot? <laughs> I thought there was something wrong with my Spotify, so I kept quitting it and, like, force quitting it and opening up again. And I was like why isn't this playing it's because i had muted the volume on my computer let me just say so before you play that we were talking earlier and for some reason sam had muted me and i think she was watching something i don't know she wanted to see if she could record a snapchat video with audio even though we were facetiming so she muted me to see if it would work right and 
five minutes had passed and I was like around my room like doing something I was in the bathroom whatever and then all of a sudden while I'm in the bathroom I hear her say cop like I just realized that you've been muted for the past five minutes but I've been trying to talk to you and I was wondering why you weren't responding so this is <laughs> the second time that this girl has done this in just like the last two hours yeah it'd be like that sometimes you know okay yeah so the oh. hookup song oh we're actually gonna listen to it Okay, like I listen to the beginning part and it comes on my car and I just skip it. Because oh. I'm like, I, I don't want to listen to this song. Okay, it's not bad. I don't like the concept or like the topic of the song. It's good, actually. Like, I'm not listening to the lyrics though. I'm listening to like the sound. Yeah. I like the chorus. The, the uh, sound of the chorus. Yes. Like, I'm not even listening to the lyrics or, like, thinking about the meaning. Like, I'm just listening to, like, the sound of the song. And it's good. Oh, is that the line? Yeah, so I was like, break up the Garlena. Okay, I think, I mean, I haven't listened to the whole thing because, like, it's, like, three, four minutes long. But... Oh, like, any it, song. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's good. I, okay, the thing is, whenever, I feel like Bollywood in general they make this stuff so weird like like whenever they have songs about when okay when Bollywood movies bring up like relationships and things like that and they like I feel like even in the movie and the song they make it so weird like compared to like American movies which I guess that's just part of like the cultural thing where like you know boys and girls aren't supposed to talk to each other but then it's like if you make movies about that like whoa it's like they just like go so overboard and make everything so extreme just in general that it's like I, I don't know. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. It know. just makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, because it's not like even, it's not like a normal thing, I guess, for Bollywood movies. And so when they try to move into like, you know, I don't know. It's just weird. Yeah. It's like, honestly, nothing has made me more uncomfortable than like Sona Chuamadam in K3G. Okay, like, that's the thing. I love all those songs, and I, the thing is, I just don't listen to the lyrics. Like, I don't think about the lyrics or their meaning. Because I've, like, been with friends, and if that song is playing, they're like, oh my god, change it, change it. And I'm like, why? Like, it's such a good song. Because is my favorite movie. Yeah. Um, and, like, the song is very good. But if you listen to the lyrics, yeah, it'll make you uncomfortable. Um, it's not so even the lyrics that make me uncomfortable. It's, like, the video. Video that goes with it. That's, yeah. like, part of the whole, like, over-the-top thing is, like, the song, and then it's, like, boom. Like, I saw this, um, what was it? It was, like, for this Bollywood Movie Reviews video, and it called Shah Rukh Khan the neck kisser. Oh. And they were, like, like showing all of his, like, hits, like, Mahabhati, K3G, all of that, and just showing all the most, like, uncomfortable parts of the movie, and they're, like, the neck kisser strikes again. Yo. Uh, it's like it's very real. The discomfort is very real. They're not wrong though. Yeah. Like dude is straight up always in the neck. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I didn't like that. That made me uncomfortable. <laughs> Anyways, so music taste. I will give that song a thumbs um not a thumbs up, like a middle, like a neutral. Yeah. Like a thumb horizontal. <laughs> yeah. Like a thumb horizontal. Like a side thumb? Yeah, like a side thumb. Okay. Wait, is there a new movie called Parak with Salman Khan and Katrina Kaif? Bro, that's got... not new. That's been out for that's a while. Well, it's 2019. Oh, that was last year. 
Oh my god, yeah, because it's 2020. It is. Wait, why didn't I hear about this movie? Listen to our episode on New Year's where we talk about time being a social construct. Yes. Self-plug. Plug? Self-promotion? Well, you're already listening to this, so, like, you might as well. Yeah, but what if they just, like, stumbled upon it? Then. Then. Then go listen to our New Year's episode because we talk a lot about time being a social construct. What? I just looked up the movie Bharat, and, like, I did not hear that this was being released ever. Did you? An eight-year-old boy makes a vow to his father that he'll keep his family together no matter what happens. A promise that he works hard to keep over the next 60 years of his life. 60? 60. Like, 6-0? Yeah, like, 6-0. Okay. Did you hear that song? I don't know. I'm gonna sound stupid trying to pronounce it, but, like, it's, like, Epea or something. That's the one that's on some on Spotify, and it's the album, like the soundtrack of the movie that's on there. Yeah, have you never heard that song before? I don't think so. Bro, what? Here, I'm gonna play it. Literally, I've never heard this song before. That's crazy. Do you live under a rock? Yeah. That's what happens when you're in med school. Ugh. Anyways. What? I feel like anytime someone mentions mentions school, it's just like. This, a student's reaction is just one of disgust. Yeah. Bro, our guest today, she was like, so, are you still in high school? And I was like, bro, I'm a junior and in college. Have they never met you before? No, they have. <laughs> they literally came over a year ago. You do look 12. Wait, last year you were in college, too. Yeah. Nice. Um, another one of our guests brought over this boy who was three years old, and he was the sweetest thing in the entire world. Usually, I don't like kids, but this boy just, like, stole my heart. He was so sweet. And then, so, they were playing pool downstairs, and the kid kept trying to, like, go grab the pool stick, and I was like, hey, like, come here, come here, come stand over here with me. And so, he comes over, and he puts his arms up, and I'm like, do you expect me to pick you up? And he was like, yeah. (laughs) It's like, that's what kids. That's what kids do. No, but I was like, I don't want to pick you up. <laughs> You're so rude. Did you not pick him up? I mean, I did after a second because his dad looked over at me and I was like, uh, okay. So I picked him up and he just like sat in my arms and I was like, why is this happening to me right now? You're so rude and ungrateful. I love children. Dude, I I'm do li- not I'm like li- kids. I'm a Sunday school teacher, okay? I love kids. I do not like it, but this one was really cute. Anyway, we were talking about music. Yes, but I want to talk about Kamel Nanjiani. <laughs> we can say that for a whole other episode. Can we just have... No. Can we just have an episode on how brown men suck? No, because that's... That's mean. And not all of them suck. Hi, Dad. You're great. Love you. I thought you were going to say something else. What? I thought you were going to expose me. For being a brown man? <laughs> we Okay, guys, it, this is really funny because when this semester started, we were like, oh my god, okay, we can't talk to each other because we don't have time. Like, I'm taking the LSAT. This girl is in. True. Is doing we're, so no, much. No, but, we're true. But that's true. We are. But it, it just hasn't kicked off into, like, high gear yet. Like, you're taking your first LSAT practice test tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, so. but what was it? Was it Thursday night that we were on the phone for three 
hours. I couldn't fall asleep, and I had to wake up super early the next day, and I, like, could not, like, I didn't know how to get myself to sleep, and I was in bed, and I was rolling around, so I was like, okay, hearing Cobb's boring voice will help me. And this girl just talked for three hours, and I couldn't sleep, but then she sang me a lullaby, and I fell asleep. Do not act like you weren't also talking. I was, but I was trying to find a way to fall asleep. She texted me the night before, so I, like, passed out really early Wednesday night, and she texted me. I guess I missed a call from her, and so she texted me saying, you were the most useless. I wanted to hear your boring voice to help me fall asleep. I was so hurt. I tweeted about that, actually. I took a screenshot. Yeah. I took a screenshot, and I said, when you miss a call from your friends, you wake up to really sweet text messages with a bunch of hearts. Um, speaking of Twitter, I also DM'd General Mills after, um, you had tweeted them, and they responded and were like, we'll see what we can do, blah, You blah, already blah. told me this. No, but I didn't tell them that, because you told them that you tweeted General Mills. So I I, was up. that in an old episode that we discarded? Okay, if it was, then we're gonna discard that part, too. I don't remember... Hating men isn't a meme for me. It's not an online persona. It's a commitment. It's a way of life. Okay, Cobb. She's reading my tweets right now. I am. Read the funny ones out loud. <laughs> okay, well, the one that is of me is... Also, what is my contact? <laughs> <laughs> I wish you guys could see this. I look so ugly. It's so funny, though. You sent um, me that picture. It was a, a Snapchat, like, with the frog. Oh, my God. The frog. <laughs> Literally. Okay, it's with the frog filter. Like, you know the one with the big eyes? I love that one. It's just so stupid. But Cobb did not, in the life of her, find that filter. So she, like, looked up frog on Snapchat. Do it. Look up the frog filter on Snapchat. And it's just really ugly, terrifying, <laughs> gross. It makes you look like a freaking monster. And she found that instead and sent it to me. like, oh, is it this one? <laughs> Yeah, so go look up the frog filter right now and see what it looks like, because it is honestly terrifying. It's the ugliest thing I've ever seen. <sighs> um, have you looked in the mirror? Yeah, actually, I have. So it should be the second ugliest thing you've seen. <laughs> Shoot for the stars and you'll miss. <laughs> that is something that a podcast guest said. Yeah, so I don't know when this episode's going to come out, but we had um, my friend Prem on an episode, and he <laughs> said, um, <laughs> he tried to say, shoot for the moon and you'll land on the stars, um, yeah. and he said instead, shoot for the stars and you'll miss, and I didn't correct him because I didn't know what it was. Yeah, it's shoot for the moon and you'll land amongst the stars. Yeah, so I tweeted... Thank you. So I tweeted that line, uh, shoot for the stars and you'll miss, and it got like seven likes, which is the norm of a popular tweet for me. So I only have like 30 followers, and people were taking it seriously, and I was like, y'all, this is a joke. <laughs> yeah, people, people really did take that seriously. They're like, man, this girl, this is deep. But yeah. Dude just couldn't remember the phrase. <laughs> I really want to talk about how problematic the big sick is. And I don't want to wait for a whole episode. You have to wait for a whole episode because I'm not opening that can of worms. 
Okay, can we just mention why? So I was listening to the Bollywood Boys podcast. Shout out to the Bollywood Boys. Yes, they are part of, I think, Cobb's biggest reason to force me to do a podcast. Do not say I'm forcing you to do this. That is 100% a lie. Yeah, sure. Um, Sandra and Sean, I love you. Yeah, she does. So I was listening to an episode. It was like the former Shots Please episode, and they brought up like the big sick. And I guess they were kind of like, like they had mentioned it here and there in other episodes. But basically, it just like made me think because I watched that movie on Amazon Prime, like whenever it came out, and I did not realize. Like, I don't know, man. This is like. It's messy. That has nothing to do with music, but I literally was thinking about it, and that's why I called Cobb. So I was like, I really want to talk about this. But she called me while Detroit Kohinoor is on stage, so I didn't answer. Yeah, she declined it real fast. But we ended up talking about it later while there was an hour-long dance battle on stage. Okay, do we have anything else to talk about music? I don't like music. You're annoying. Music is haram. (laughs) You're haram. Um, I never talked about really my favorite artist. I mean, I said yeah. I said Sam Smith, but like you went on about Pen Masala and Pen One Direction. Direction. But it's honestly just like Sam Smith, and I I used to be really big on Ariana Grande, but I'm kind of like over her. I'm not over her. Like I, st- I still like her music, but I'm not like as obsessed with her as I am with Sam Smith. Yeah, in high school, you like I think I actually tried to listen to some of Ariana Grande's music because of you. Like you were obsessed with her music. I really was. What was that song? In and out? No, that's a Burger Chain. Oh. <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait, isn't that a fast food restaurant? Yeah, but they're only on the West Coast. Then what was her song called if it wasn't In and Out? There's one. I have no idea. Inside Out. That's a movie. Oh my god. Into it's like it's really good. Maybe. How does that one go? I'm so into you. Yes, yeah, that one. Bro. Okay, but I love Bloodline is my favorite song on the Stevie Nicks album. But I will have to say, I feel like I was talking to my sister, and I was talking about, or we were talking about how, like, all the songs on that album kind of sound the same. Loki? Yeah. And, like, they're good. They're really good. Like, I'm a fan. But I'm, like, I realize, like, she does have a very distinct sound, but I feel like all of for the most part, a lot of those songs sounded the same. Yeah. Um, unpopular Opinion? I wasn't a huge fan of this last album. Um, thank You Next or K Bye For Now? Is that the same thing? No, that's a live. I'm literally just reading off of Spotify. I don't know what's going on. K Bye okay, For so- Now was her live like tour album. Okay, so that's just her singing all her old songs. No, no, no. no. That's her singing the songs that she sang on tour. Oh, and so those have already been released, right? Yes. Okay, so you're talking about the Thank You Next album? Um, yeah. I like Sweetener more than Thank You Next. Interesting, interesting. My favorite song off of 
sweetener was No Tears Left to Cry. It was in my top 2018. Are you serious? I, I love that song so much. It was on my Spotify top songs of 2018. Like, it was, like, the top song. The toppest. Stop. My favorite off of Thank You Next was, um, wait, hold on. Can you fact check me on this on whether which album this was on? Uh-huh. But, um, I can't remember if this was on Sweetener or Thank You Next, but, um, Ghostin? Um, that is on Thank You Next. Okay, so that was my favorite song on Thank You Next, and on Sweetener, it was probably Good Night and Go, is that one? Yes, that one is on Sweetener. Oh, and then, was that one song, um... Breathing? Oh, I did like that one, but it wasn't that one. Oh my gosh. Uh, it's, I thought it was, what? God is a woman? No. She has a one with, it's blazed with Pharrell. No. The Light Coming with Nicki Minaj. No. Rem. I do like that one, but not that one. Sweetener, Successful, Every Time, Breathe In, No Tears Left to Cry, Borderline with Missy Elliott, Better Off. Better Off. Better off. <clears throat> okay. That is my favorite song off of Sweetener. Obviously, oh. you can tell how much I like it, but by the fact that I didn't know the name. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard that one before. It's so sad. That okay. and Ghosted are so heartbreaking because, in my opinion, I think Better Off is about Mac and Ghosted is about Mac. And it's so um, sad. It's so sad. But like we said, I love my sad songs to cry to playlist. Yeah. I don't know. It's just like, it like makes my heart hurt. <laughs> like, I really, I can appreciate a good sad song. But like, the level of sad I can go is like Bad Day by Daniel Powder. Oh and my like, god. And like, um, who is it? The, the Fray. Like, I, and okay, my favorite sad song, but like every time I listen to it, I cry, so I can't listen to it. Is um, I literally can't remember the name. This is so bad. By Death Cab for Cutie. I'll I follow to, you into the dark. I'll follow you into the dark. That one is horrible and sad, but it's probably the best sad song I've ever heard. It really hits you right in the feels. So. Oh my gosh, you're so soft. Shut up! Coming from you. Um, I can deal with my sad songs, though. Yeah, but you can't deal with anything else. Oh, my God. What song I love? Oh, Somewhere Only We Know by <gasps> I do that, love that song. That makes me want to take a walk in, like, the fall with a cute coat and a cute man. Wait, that makes <laughs> me feel like spring. Wait, really? Yeah. That's crazy. I think of, like, colder weather and, like, sitting on a park bench. No, I think of, like, flowers blooming and, like, w- like no, I also imagine, like, walking through, like, a park with, like, a loved one. With, but I think me. of it with, no, but I think of it, like, blossoming flowers and trees. It is not wow. a fall song to me. It's more of a spring song. That's crazy. I, I make playlists for every season. That's why I'm so adamant about this. Yeah, I don't do that. But I listen to people's, like, season playlists. Not I mine. Like, I, yeah, I just <laughs> don't like anything of yours. So. You're so rude. 
Okay, that's the name of our podcast. Wait, did I even, when I introduced the episode, did I even say that this this podcast is called You're So Rude? I don't remember. Oh, well, they'll know. It will show up under You're So Rude. Yeah, that's true. Guys, we're so bad at this whole podcast thing. Um, Harry Styles album. I know that you told me, because whenever we were talking about Thank You Next sounding the same, I know that you told me that it kind of all sounds the same. And, like, yes, I have to agree, but I loved the entire thing. I loved every single song. I love Harry Styles. I'm kind of biased because One Direction, but I, I, like, that, it's just, it's just, it's so yeah. good. Fine Line is, is just so good. I still have not heard a single song off that album. Lights Up? What? The song Lights Up? You've never heard that? That's like probably the most popular one. I don't think so. Watermelon Sugar? No. I love that song. Golden, what? Sunflower Volume 6, To Be So Lonely. Okay, Harry Styles, can you sponsor us if you're listening to this? He's not. <sighs> Harry. Anyway, um, no, I haven't heard it because I'm only ever listening to my mixes. But you told, you were the one, was it you that told me that, like, they all the songs on there sounded the same? Oh, yeah, I listened to, like, 30 seconds of each song, but, like, and by 30 seconds of each song, I mean, like, 30 seconds of the first three songs. Yeah, I think if you did, like, it's, like, obviously it's the same sound because, like, that's his style. I guess it's, like, you could say for any artist is, like, that's their style, so, like, they'll all sound kind of similar-ish. But I really think this album, it was so good. Like, all the songs are so catchy and just so, like, you feel it. You really do. Can I just say, so me saying that I only listen to the first 30 seconds of each song. So when I'm listening to an album, that's what I do. I only listen to the first 30 seconds of each song and then I move on because I, like, don't have the attention span to listen to a whole album in one sitting. Um, so this person's a little problematic now, but Gabby Hanna... She, the Gabby show on YouTube, she came out with an album called Two Way Mirror. And I, so I listened to 30 seconds of each song, and there's a song called um, A Perfect Day. And so the first, I think I listened to like the first minute, and I was like, oh, like we had a perfect day. Like we went out, we had a, we had a lot of fun. I was like, oh, this song is so cute. And you know, I moved on. And later I was looking on Twitter. And she was, you know, I follow her on Twitter, and she was asking her followers, like, oh, what do you guys think of the song? And people were like, oh, my God, A Perfect Day is so sad. And I was like, what are you talking about? That's, like, the happiest song on the album. And then I heard the whole song, and I realized that halfway through, she talks about how the boy ended up cheating on her, how she found out that he was cheating on her the same day. And I was like, maybe that's why I should listen to the whole song. (laughs) It was so funny, though, because I was so dumb. Yeah, I heard that she got into a couple things, but I don't even keep up with. I never really kept up with her to begin with, but I, I liked know. her I for a hot second, and then I didn't like her, and then I liked her again, and now she's just she's just problematic. Yeah, it'd be like that. Yeah, um, I don't know why that reminded me of Josh Peck, but Josh Peck was on campus the other day, which was super cool. It was, like, so weird to see him, like, in the flesh because, you know, we grew up watching Drake and Josh. And when he came onto stage, I was just like, oh, my God, that, that is Josh Peck right there. And it was insane. Like, I've been to concerts before. Like, I've seen The Wanted, R.I.P., 
I've seen Justin Bieber, I've seen One Republic, whatever. And every time they've come on stage, I've always just been like, oh my god, they're real. Like, this is, there's no way. I remember when The Wanted came on stage, I was literally, like, in shock. Because I was like, there's no way that these people are real. Because I was so in love with them. But that's the also the feeling that I had when Josh Peck came onto stage. Because I was like, I literally, like, grew up with this man. Isn't he married with a kid now? Yeah. He's baby Max. The professor, so there was a professor that moderated the conversation and, like, asked him questions, and the professor got Josh a onesie for his baby. Aww. Yeah, it was really cute. I just saw that the Lumineers are going on tour. Do they still make music? I, the last album I heard was, was it called Cleopatra? I'm such a fake fan. Possibly. Honestly, the only song that I know by them is Ho Hey. Is Ho Hey? Or was it called Ophelia? No, it was called. Or is it called Hey Ho? It was Ho Hey, but they came out with one that was just called Three in 2019. I didn't even know that that existed. Um, I'm a big fan of Cleopatra. I saved the whole album, but they are actually going to have a concert in the city that I live in. And so I'm like really tempted. To get a ticket. Go? When is it? It's in September. And I'm like, I really like, I do really like their music. And I would be tempted to go to a concert. But, like, concerts are so expensive. Yeah. Like, I wanted to go see, who was it, Neha Kakkar and Sonu Nigga. Oh, my God, yeah, I wanted to go, too. But I was like, do I want to drop that kind of coin on Neha Kakkar, bro? Yeah. Man, I didn't end up going, but if it was like Atif Aslam and so <gasps> like I'll give a kidney to go see that. But dude, I would go see Shreya Ghoshal. Oh my god, she oh she's a queen. Just the, everything. Dude, the Vahoga by Shreya Ghoshal breaks my heart. There was one day that I was driving to campus and that song came on and I had to pull over and cry. That song just sparked a breakdown. Wait, what song? The Bahogaya by Shreya Ghoshal. Um, it, like, sparked a breakdown, yeah. and I went to campus. No, I was driving to campus. I had to pull over and cry, and I was like, okay, I need to not be a baby. And then I went to campus, and I pulled into the parking lot, and I called my sister, and I cried for an hour. This was, I think, Oh, my God! Yeah. I was just, like, That's sobbing crazy. on the phone. Um, and you called me soft? Literally take that back. Shut up. Um, it was also, like, the day before finals. Okay, that, that makes more sense. I was like, were you just randomly crying over how beautiful her voice is? Okay, but I do that a lot. <laughs> EBH. Okay, wait, so is it from Gullunk? Yes. Okay, I'm going to play it. Are you going to cry? Possibly, but do it anyway. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it's good. I mean, it's amazing. Like, her voice is really good. But, I mean, I probably have to listen to the whole song to understand why you were crying. <laughs> I mean, the game itself is pretty intense. I think also the context of the movie made me really sad. Oh, did you, oh you heard it when you watched the movie? Yeah. Okay, that makes sense, because I haven't watched the movie. I really like the movie. We Okay, guys, this is the second time that we've recorded this episode. Um, and I think we talked about it in the first time that we... we okay, that's what I was like, wait, this sounds familiar. Okay, continue. Yeah, so we were talking, because we kind of mixed music and Bollywood, but this episode has been so long that we probably won't. 
add Bollywood into this, we'll probably just save another um, episode for it. We were talking about Galang, and I said that I really liked it, but Sam, you didn't watch it, did you? I didn't. I was actually going to go see it. I was, like, planning on going to see it in theaters with a friend, but, like, we didn't have the time. But then I ended up hearing from people that did watch it that it was just, like, very visually pleasing, but the plot line was all over the place, and that's what a lot of reviews said, was that it was just, like, I think they focused too much on, like, the cinematography of it, and not so much the fact that, like, there should be a storyline to the movie, which is kind of sad. It was, like, very hyped up. Yeah, that's the thing. Also, like, I was just thinking about it. It looked like it could be a Sanjay Leela Bansali movie. Oh, was it not? No, it was Karan Johar. Oh, dang. Okay, KJ. But KJ, like, his dad was the one that came up with the idea of it, but then I think he passed away and Karan wanted to, like, produce the film in his dad's name, but it had been written 20 years before, and I think if it had come out then, it would have done better. That's true. Because it's kind of like, I mean, they've thought, wait, who, I'm, was that Yash Johar, or was, it, no, that was Sanjay Lil Pansali, never mind, but it's like, that was been 2002, and like, yes, Dave Thoss actually does have a plot line, it's amazing, but I feel like you probably could get away with, like, that if it was released a while ago, mm-hmm. because, like, what was it, Dave Thoss, like, the jewelry was probably, like, what was it, the most expensive for that movie? I have I no remember. idea. You guys could probably go check about the Bollywood Boys episode on Dave Thoss to get your answers there. Okay, that kind of reminded me of Premratan Bhanbayo because it was, like, really pretty. But, I mean, I did think that, yeah, that movie had, like, a pretty good storyline. Is that SLB? Huh? Is that SLB? Oh, so. Sanjay Lila Banzali. Um, let me look it up. Honestly, I didn't watch that movie. No, it was Suraj Barjatia. I don't know who that is. He, I know he did, like, a couple of, like, dramas. He's probably, I think he's done a, oh, okay, let me look up what he's, oh, yeah, he directed Hawke Hekon, Viva, Menepiatia, Kamsat, Sathe. Bro. I that was okay. Okay, bro, I didn't know that he did all of these ones. Dude, how old is he? Suraj Barjati is an old man. Yeah, I was gonna say, if he produced Hamab Gehekon, then he's gotta be and old. And Amsad Sadhne, well, he's 55. He's not, he's not old. He's, he's not younger than, old. I mean, he's older than my dad. Dang. Um, but yes, Bremer than Tenpayo was, like, good. I'm sure I, like, I wouldn't hate Galank if I watched it either, so, like, I can't say fairly because I didn't. But they focus a lot on, like, the pretty aspect of it and like it did have a good story but it was just like so nice to look at and so I feel like that's kind of like a similar thing where maybe it wasn't even like that amazing of a movie but yeah I think what were you saying I think our parents went to watch Pramath and then Fio together oh they like like, left at 8am to go watch it oh my gosh I'm like looking I'm looking at some of the comments or like reviews, and they're like, "It's really pretty, but the screenplay is slow." slow. Can I read? No. Um, the screenplay is slow and repetitive, so it's probably like, like I'm sure if I watched Gullink, I wouldn't be like complaining about it or even saying that it's like, oh, there wasn't much of a story. Because I am someone, I will admit, like I just, I'm okay with like a not so solid plot line. Like I'm just, what? I'm just there to. Have- good time like I'm there to have a good time so like if it's 
somewhat executed well, like if there's something that's a redeeming factor, like how it looks, then I, I'm just like, okay, it was a good movie. All right. I'm not a very harsh critic. You are when it comes to me. Ugh, you're so boring. All you talk about is yourself. Oh my god. <laughs> um, we were like actually talking about something, but I can't remember what it was. You, you would talk. We were talking about the song that Shreya Hoshal sang. Yeah. And then. And I, I cried. Know. I remember that day. It was really funny because I called my sister. Actually, I think I was crying and she called me. And um, I, like, tried to sound like I wasn't crying, but she knew. And she was, like, she thought I was so crazy because I just I, – because I, I'd be laughing, but then I'd cry again. And she told me something, like, really cute, like, something that happened to her that was really cute. And I started crying because I was, like, you're so happy and it makes me so happy. It was really annoying. It's so lame. Oh, sorry, I have feelings. Yeah, those are not allowed. That's so rude. I'm just kidding. Feelings are very important. Yeah, please feel. Like, go to therapy. Please feel. I need to go to my therapist. <laughs> oh my god. Good yeah. to know. I need to email my therapist and be like, yo, I'm not happy. Do we have anything else to say? I don't think so. I think that we're pretty, like, we're pretty much done. Like, that was kind of it. Those are our music interests slash really wanting to talk about Kumail Nanjiani, <laughs> but not being able to. Um, and we'll do an entire episode on Kumail Nanjiani and Aziz Ansari. Oh my god, no! <laughs> we, could, we could do an episode on, like, the problematic things and then mention them. Even though, like, I say that, but I literally called go out Kamel Nanjiani like five times in this one episode. Um, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see what happens. We'll see if we even get to recording another episode. Who knows? PBH. Well, I think, Cobb, that is all. All right. So rude. All right. Um, follow us on Instagram. At you're so rude pod, no underscores or anything. Um, all in English. Shut up. <laughs> Listen to our other episodes. Tell your friends about it. Tune in next time. That's Can it. you pause any longer between your little <laughs> sentences? <laughs> you're like, tune in next time. Pause. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what else to say. Yeah, I don't know. You can keep going. I think that's it. Um, uh, all right. See you next time on You're So Rude. Bye. Bye.